five minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time, that's no job. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best saddle up now, kids, cause here we go! Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed western Silverado, one minute of screen time per episode. I'm Jake Lewitt. Wild Wild West, Ravenous, Mask of Zorro, Almost Heroes, Postman, Buffalo Soldiers, Lone Star, Dust Till Dawn, Last Man Standing, Cherokee Kid, Wild Bill, Tall Tale, Quick in the Dead, Dead Man, Desperado, Buffalo Girls, Wide Earp, Wagons East, Wagons East, Maverick, Lightning Jack, Legends of the Fall, Frank and Jesse, Sid Sucker Stew, Bad Girls, Summersby. Whoa, I didn't even make it. I made it. I have like 20 movies left. <laughs> I've lost it in the last couple weeks, Jay. Yeah. And that's Mark Hoffmeyer. And we no, we normally host Deep Blue Sea the podcast, but today we're rattling off lists of '90s westerns. Uh, but I tried to start from the other end because I never got to Wild Wild West, so I finally got to Wild Wild West. So I feel I feel some good. I feel pretty good. Well, today we're covering Silverado Minute Twenty Nine. <laughs> I'm just ignoring you. Uh, what happens in Silverado Minute Twenty Nine? Well, it begins with uh, the the hat thief or the ugly cowboy or Autry Ward uh, eyeing Payton's gun. And ends with Emmett getting some whittling in. What do you What do you think about Minute Twenty Nine? Oh, so it made me think about the movie Old Henry that was released in 2021, starring Tim Blake Nelson or TBN, as we call him here at Deep Blue Sea the podcast. He has never come up before, but fine. It's a <laughs> It's a really excellent western. Uh, stars Tim Blake Nelson as, as I mean TBN, and it also features Stephen Dwarf. And what it's it what what it's about is there's a man who you can tell he's clearly like, they, you know, it's TBN, Tim Blake Nelson, but I call him Tim Blake Neeson in this movie because he just whoops up on people. But he's this guy, lives in the middle of nowhere, claim this land, working on it. He has a son that's kind of a snot. His son wants out of there. They find this body. They also find some cash. But when you find cash, you know, people are after it. So then it becomes this kind of cool siege thriller where you learn a lot more about Tim Blake Nelson's old Henry, TBN's character, old, old Henry. And in the movie, Stephen Dwarf is whittling wood a lot. He spends a lot of time whittling wood. And I just love that movie. It was on Obama's top 10, 15 of 2021, which is pretty cool. And it's been, it's a, a you know, like I, I think IndieWire just released an article or Vanity Fair saying Tim TBN should uh, be mentioned for an Academy Award. I also am a big fan of Stephen Dorff. I like him. He was good in True Detective season three. But yeah, it made me think about wood whittling in movies. And then I pulled up, it made me think about Son-in-Law. <laughs> where no. Polly Shore no. walks up to, you know, he's he, so what happens is Polly Shore works, you know, he's in this college and uh, he meets Carla Gugino, but she's like a wallflower, but then he takes her out of her shell. He goes back with her to Iowa. They have a gigantic farm, by the way, huge, huge farm. And there's a scene where Polly Shore sees the grandpa whittling wood. He's like, hey, man, can I whittle with you? And he just grabs this gigantic hug, <laughs> a hunk of wood, and he's going to whittle with him. Also, Centurion features some good whittling. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou, another TBN movie. Uh, the Edge, some good wood sharpening. And Bad Santa, there's a blood and woody pickle, which, yeah, I'm, I'm always down for a good bloody wooden pickle. And then I think um, <laughs> uh, Meet the Parents, Owen Wilson says that he whittled a horse out of beechwood. Well, didn't he, so, uh, the, the big platform gazebo thing that they're going to get married in, he, he whittled out of a solid piece of wood. Yeah. It's a thing that's the size of a room. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's, that's so wasteful. 
But yeah, just you know, like o, you know, OW is in there doing all this stuff. I'm just gonna call it by that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good whittling. But I gotta say, the whittle. Oh, man, if I had to pick a number one whittling scene of all time, that's well, what the listeners all want to know. Bated breath here. Okay, um, you got to see him in the act, right? You can't just show a finished bloody pickle afterwards. Like you got to see the cut that leads to the bloody pickle. That's what my granddad always said. Um, you can't watch. Like, you can't start with a hunk and then a montage later they're done with it, right? right. So I like son-in-law because of the gag, but I'm gonna go with old Henry because over the course of the movie we see Stephen Dorff forming the piece of wood. Isn't there wood whittling in um, Mitchell's versus Machines? Yes, there is, because there's a little cow. A little, yeah, the little, uh, uh, like a, a fence post thing, little cow thing, yeah. That was your number one movie. I loved it. Of 2021. It was indeed. I haven't seen many films from 2021, but that is one. Oh, you had like 60, 70. Yeah, but there's like a lot of bigger ones, isn't you? I'm, I'm in England. A lot of what you would call 2021 films haven't come out here yet. You're a busy of... man. I mean, you I... watch a lot of Rennie Harlan movies. I, yes, too many, some would say. Uh, I would disagree. Too many? Yikes. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> I have. They, I have, Netflix sent me a huge box. I have that little wooden thing. Yeah. yeah if you saw... love it, man, I can always send it over to you. I'd, I'd, I'd love it if you did, but I think. Oh! I mean, yeah, just you... give me your address. I'll send it. Oh, awesome. If you, if, if you don't want it, I've got a space that can go right on my shelf in front of me now. Well, because you would like it. I, I'd like, love it, yeah. The... The movie hates on possums too much for me to love it. I like it a lot. We gave it the Georgia Film Critics Association, I believe, gave it animated film of the year. So it won, which is pretty cool. We also gave Pig, uh, Nicolas Cage the the um, best actor, which makes me nice. very happy. I haven't seen Pig yet, but it's it's streaming right now. I could watch it. Unbelievable Any performance. Now. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I mean, the pos- they say possums have rabies in it. That's just not true. They're really amazing marsupials who are good for lawns. But in that Mitchell's vs. Machines, they demonize possums. And it, I just can't love it for that. Also, possums! Possums got a bad name in another movie coming out this year. They call them, like, Death Machines or something. I don't like this agenda. I don't. I, I've yet to meet a possum. Uh, so I cannot confirm or deny whether they have rabies or not. But we we do not stand for possum shaming. Over on- Let me ask you a question. You're starting a whittling club. And you can pick five actors Hang to on. whittle. I'm starting a whittling club, or I'm whittling a club. Oh gosh. Well, okay. You're you're an established whittler, and you have whittled clubs. Okay. But now you're kind of bored, and you want to create a club of whittlers. But it's not necessarily and... a club whittling club. It's Wait, just a whittling about... club. Think about no. You're a whittler, a <laughs> world renowned. Okay. And you get hired for a movie. You, Paul Thomas Anderson's making a movie where where Daniel Day Lewis is a whittler. Okay. He already knows how to do it, yeah, obviously, so you don't have to train him. But you have five other actors to work with whittling wood. Which five actors would you want to teach to wood whittle? Okay, who would whittle wood? Uh, who would I want to whittle wood? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to limit myself to just to, to other PTA actors, and I want I I love Paul F. Tompkins. As the comedian, he's he's cropped up in a few PTA films, so I just I feel like, but he's always had like a very very small role. He's like a, he's the voice on the phone in Magnolia talking to uh, to PSH, and he's uh, like he like uh, he's got a very small role in in There Will Be Blood, but yeah, uh, PFT Paul F. Tompkins is coming in to whittle some wood. I think he'd he'd approve of that. That's one. 
Uh, I can't say P- uh, PSH because he's no longer with us. That's a shame. John C. Riley. I reckon John C. Riley's whittled some wood before. He wouldn't need a lot of training. Yeah. He he looks like a kind of guy who can whittle wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to bring I want to bring Don Cheadle back into the the Paul Thomas oh, Anderson fold. Oh man, yeah. He's been missing since Boogie Nights. Uh, He'd be fun to whittle wood with. Yeah. <laughs> I want to whittle wood with. Whittle whittle wood with. <laughs> I want to whittle wood with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Philip Baker Hall's still kicking around, isn't he? Sure. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, he's he's like the the seasoned wood whittler, the world weary wood whittler, uh, who is <laughs> just terrible to listen to. <laughs> the, no, this is wonderful. The, the world weary wood whittler, uh, uh, Philip Baker Hall, would would be the one who would teach. Uh, uh, within the narrative of the film, he'd be teaching DDL how to wood whittle, and then Whoa. we need like a a, a young. Uh, like a young, she's just getting into it. It's, uh, the the Heim girl, I I haven't seen. Oh man, she be. I have. I was just writing down a list and just like if she plays, if she's similar to that character, you so many f bombs would be dropped and she would just be cursing and yelling at people and throwing it on the ground. She could also sing and she could whittle a guitar. If there we go. Well, at least she she could whittle a whistle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she yeah she she whistles while she whittle whistles whistles. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Alana Heim. I haven't seen Licorice Pizza yet, but she's going to be the new protege. So whilst I'm imagining in this film, it's like a whittling class. So Philip Baker is teaching the class. DDL is like he he doesn't know how to whittle, and he comes in as like the new student to this group of people who already know are good at it. And uh, uh, Alana Heim is also joins the same day as him, but she's like a, pro- a prodigy. She's a whittling prodigy. Oh man, uh, and she's the competition for DDL. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but you know, John C. Riley's doing the comic relief. Uh, Don Cheadle, he's he's like distrusting of these new guy newcomers. But you know, his his uh, heart slowly me- mellows as throughout the course of the film. And I can't remember who else I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's you got a good who else list. Did I say? I, I really like this list a lot, actually. Good. Yeah, I can't All remember right, who so... I said, so Tom waits. Or just throw in place of that. <laughs> Can he be on a jet ski while yes, doing it? Always, because he he takes whittling to the extreme. He's extreme whittling. Oh man, He's a that'd be whittler. awesome. All right, so let's see. He's a world water whittler. I'm I'm putting together my list right now. All right, so I think I would like to whittle wood with Regina Hall from like uh, Scary Movie fame. Because but I did a PBS documentary with her and she was awesome. So she would be annoying. She would be cool to have. Then Salma Hayek. I feel like she'd have great stories. Yeah, she's been in a, a lot of films. Danny McBride. Because I just would, it'd be funny whittling wood with Danny McBride. Then we'll say Dolph Lundgren. Of course, yes. You know, like huge hands, tiny knife, funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael Pena. <laughs> Oh hell yeah, yeah. Like I'm, like, I'm there for Michael Pena all day. Yeah, but I mean, I would feel bad for him because I'd be like, "Hey, Michael, be funny. Hey, Michael, tell me a story like an Ant Man." You don't need, you don't need to tell him to be funny. I feel like yeah, he's true. He's funny when he needs to be funny. I just, you know, I think this is a pretty good group here. I think we'd have fun. Yeah, I think so. I think we've we've wandered a long way away from Silverado. I would give Dolph <laughs> the tiniest knife, though. <laughs> like not even a uh, like a, a Swiss Army knife, even smaller than that. Yeah. Like and the kind of thing would... that would unfold from a pair of nail clippers. 
I know I would give Sama like the, a huge knife, like a gigantic one, like build a butcher's knife. Well, that's just a butcher knife. I would give her a butcher knife. See, I love this is the track that we've gone down, given that Emmett's not actually whittling. He's just making sawdust. He's making kindling, essentially. But listen, I saw that, and you asked me what thoughts came up. (laughs) You're right, this was my mistake. I apologize. I mean, listen, like in so many Westerns, people whittle wood. So why not? Yeah. Let's talk about it a little. (laughs) So actually in this minute... Uh, we have, you know, uh, uh, Payton shoots a guy. Yeah. Our, our beloved ugly cowboy. Uh, he, he, <laughs> uh, he, he looks around. Uh, Payton says, like, you know, you know, stand up real slow. And he stands up. He reaches for his gun. Payton's quicker. Shoots him. And he shoots him in a way that does not damage the hat. So. Yeah. And you see the gun, too. You see the ivory handles. Yeah. And um, so there's, there's something cut out from the between the shooting script and the actual script here. Where uh, he says, like, I think he says something along the lines of, like, you got anything else in mind? And there's, like, a, a commotion elsewhere in the bar, and you hear somebody, like, run away. And where that person had been, Payton's boots. Oh. So there was like, another uh, another thief who had stolen, like, Payton's boots, and they wanted to get out of there. They didn't want to die as well, and they left the boots. And <laughs> so you have uh, him putting on his boots is how, like, this scene ends. Uh <laughs> Like Peyton seated is is pulling on his newly regained boots with a delighted air when a shadow surges up and engulfs him. He looks up. Sheriff Langston towers over him. Oh, see that'd have been cool. They just throw him in prison. Yeah, and then after they throw him in prison, there's another bit deleted where uh, Sheriff Langston, John Cleese, we'll talk about him more tomorrow. He meets up with Emmett. Emmett. Cheater. And Langston's like, maybe I ought to throw you in jail too. Then you could, then you could be with all your friends. Emmett replies, I haven't done anything. Langston. When you're out of town before the hanging, Emmett, I'll be long gone. So that scene, not in the film. Hmm. With Langston telling Emmett to get out. That's of what town. I told him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, so we, this scene is in the script. So yeah, like, we get back to uh, puppy, uh, puppy Costner. Uh, um, <laughs> with Peyton being chucked in the cell. I, I love this little interaction between the two of them with like uh, uh, Peyton saying uh, that he, like, you're making a mistake. <laughs> that's that's what I told him. Like, this is the real Payton's hope is is disappearing here because he knows. Well, he's saying like, oh, he's in the exact same situation as this idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he doesn't. Yeah, know he's Jake not helping. Well. He is not helping, is he? No. <laughs> he does, he doesn't know Jake well at this point, but all he knows is he's a child of, or childish, and he's got himself in trouble, and he's probably not telling the truth when he's saying like, you made a mistake. Is <laughs> Yeah, the other guy drew first, kind of thing. That's what happened to me. Like, yeah, uh, he killed the guy. He killed. He killed. Some. Yeah, we get more details <laughs> as the film goes on, but you, you know, I wouldn't want to be in in Kevin Klein's position at this point. We're like, oh god, this guy. We're both gonna die. This is it. We're all right. We're out of here. Let me ask you a question. You're deep in debt, Jay. How did you know? I I you, tried to get that quiet. You owe some bookies a lot of money, right? You just. You know, you've lived a normal life, but you got caught into it. You know, you're playing cards. You ended up sitting up next to Oscar Isaac, you know, his character from The Card Counter, which is a feel-good movie. You should watch it if you want to be happy. I intend to. Yeah, it'll make you very happy. Good performance. Man, man, that movie's really stuck with me. I'm a first perform guy because there's more Drano, but I really do like The Card Counter a lot. But yeah, so you lost a lot of money to him. 
And uh, Tiffany had the issues like, you got to pay me. And someone comes up to you and is like, listen, there's about the woodwilling competi- competition. It's between Kevin Klein, Costner, Glenn, and Glover, all from this movie, like in their, th- their ages from this movie. And they have to make a rolling horse from a hunk of wood. Who do you think would do it the fastest? Glenn, Glover, Costner, or Klein? I feel like in in the film of Silverado, Danny Glover's character can do pretty much anything. He can shoot uh, an inch from people's feet. I mean, if we're basing it on just the shooting, all of these guys are wizards. Yeah, don't so, all four of them hit one guy. The like they, 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 all of them can shoot like uh, 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 Emmett's shooting the put... Emmett's shooting the, the the spines off of a cactus at one point, um, oh, and like Klein can shoot like he aims it uh, half an inch to the to the right of Danny Glover's face when he needs to, and they they all like Carsoner is being ridiculous shooting every step with somebody walking up them. Uh, so are you saying they should be wearing sorting hats as opposed to their cowboy hats? I think they all got sorted into whatever the house with the most guns is. Because <laughs> these guys are all ridiculous when it comes to shooting. Machine uh, gun claw. So I think if we take out the shooting... Gun warts? No. If we take out the shooting, then... It's it's tough. It's I'm going to say not Costner. He's too young. Like He wouldn't sit still long enough. To, yeah, to you're right. He's he's he'd be wandering around and he'd like cut his cut his hand open and accidentally doing it. Uh, so he's out. And if if he does that, then Emmett's going to go and take care of him. So I've got to take Scott Glenn off the table as well because he's going to be looking after his brother too much. So it's between Klein and and Glover. Hmm. It's what's at stake here? What what are they choose? What are they going to win at the what's the what do they win in this whittling? Uh, showdown synonym that a new them. hat that and, is yeah. like the hat oh well then Klein doesn't care Klein's got his hat Gl- Glover Glover all the way like, oh like if I think if Klein w- wins the hat he's giving it to Stella so, and like she doesn't want a hat so I feel like he's not gonna he's not gonna throw the whittling he doesn't need to because I think Glover is already adept he's a wonderful whittler I don't uh, see him cutting himself either. Cut, no. Cutting wood. like Danny Glover during this movie, he could cut wood pretty good without cutting himself. Absolutely. So I feel like it would be a pretty close run between between Payton and Mel, between Glover and Klein. But Glover's going to take it. It might it might be right at the end. Klein's like just does a little nick in his like I he's doing the rolling horse and he just cuts one little notch in with the wheels so doesn't doesn't roll properly. And ah, oh, you know, it's his second play. I was saying that's yeah, fine, and he lets Glover take it, even though Glover was probably going to win it anyway. If they had infinite time, Emmett would make the best one. And if he was like uh, closed off from his brother and didn't see the bloody mess that he was getting into, uh, just pacing around, whittling on the move. Yeah, maybe just Jake lost so much blood that <laughs> he just died halfway through the competition, and then they took a break for a few months and they came back. And there's just a bloody wood stump that they leave there to really mess with Emmett. Mal and Peyton do that. Yeah, it's a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother who died during a whittling competition? <laughs> Bloodwood. Silverado Bloodwood. Oh, that's the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta avenge my brother from that piece of wood that killed him. Uh, would, he, would he avenge it? Would he take that wood and, and make it into something? You know, the, the block of wood that killed my brother is now my coffee cup. Like, <laughs> That's I, I, I whittled it into a mug. 
No, I think somebody would stop him and be like, this isn't the way. You're not a monster. Let the wood be. Like, you'll become the wood if you cut it up. You'll become the wood. <laughs> you'll be just as bad. <laughs> like, don't become a monster. And then he just goes, you're right. And he just lets the wood be. Live its life. So I, I, I love the poker. I love the, the cut of the uh, pain shoots the guy, hat falls on the floor, <laughs> pristine, and then cut to he's being thrown in jail. We don't, yeah, you know, we, yeah, we, we don't have Langston in the scene. We don't have, like, you're under arrest, you're going to jail. It's, I mean, you could argue self defense, which is debated later in the scene, but it's not, not even a, a trial or anything. It's just prison, here you go. Everyone saw you shoot this guy. No one knows who you are. <laughs> but you have your hat now. So, mission accomplished, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense, right? Yeah. It's a good I mean they cut it out. The movie moves. They don't they didn't need that to be in there. So it works well. Yeah. I like it. This is a good we got this is a good one. I'm very happy that uh we got a good chapter here. There's oh, a lot of woodling, woodling. It's pretty much only good good weeks. I mean, uh I didn't want to have the opening week. I'm glad we didn't get that cuz that's mostly just the guys riding around with scenery. We'd have found things to talk about, but I like things with dialogue in them. <laughs> And action. So. I like talking about cactuses. Actually, I have some cactus, and uh, not cactus. I have some like cacti. Cacti? No. Succulents? Yeah, I guess I do. Yeah, I do. Succulents. I have succulents in my home. Not in my home because my cats would mess them up. But outside, and when it gets cold, I have to put blankets over them because I don't oh. want them dying. Yeah. You tuck them in at night. No, I do. Yeah. It just snowed here, and I put a tarp over them. I went and bought a tarp because I'm not letting my succulents die. Well, yeah, we've we've. We gave out uh, uh, cacti and succulents as wedding favors, and I'm pretty sure 80 percent of them are now dead. So well, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I still have, but the one I kept is still going. <laughs> that's oh man, some dry humor. Wait, no, what's that? Oh, that's a bad joke. Well, I think that's going to do it for minute 29. Unless you have anything else? No, I'm good. This was fun. Okay, you then... said I can only. I can only mention the movies once, so I, I got one more try to nail all these movies. Well, you, you didn't do it yesterday, so you, you can have two stabs tomorrow if you want. Okay, I just need to work out. I need to get some. I need to go Rocky train. I need to go to Russia and do well, some calisthenics. Well, whilst you're doing that, the listeners, you can find the Silverado Minute podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or at the main site, SilveradoMinute.com. Head over to Facebook, the Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon. Or Twitter at Silverado Minute, sorry, at Silverado MXM. And you should uh, join us here tomorrow for the next minute of Silverado Minutes. Yeah!